Welcome to the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash, a former smoker, drinker, fast food eater, unhappy bartender, transformed into a roller derby athlete, runner, and fitness coach. Each week, I'll bring you an insightful guest or lesson learned from my own perfectly imperfect life to help you uncover how to create more love, light, joy, and health in your everyday experience despite the chaos and challenges. I believe that life is a contact sport. Let the games begin. Do you want to elevate your game on the track in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed? Yeah, I said it. If I could help you get fitter, faster, stronger, and more confident on the track while having more joy, self-confidence, and love in your life outside the track in just 12 weeks, guaranteed, would you be interested? Well, click the link in the show notes to learn more. What's up, my friends? Chrissy Crash here. Welcome to another episode of the Chrissy Crash Podcast. And today we're going to talk about something incredibly important when it comes to making the team. Let's talk about how to be coachable. Do you consider yourself to be a coachable athlete? I think one of the things that happens as roller derby athletes start to get a bit of momentum is sometimes the ego can get in the way. And a athlete who is on a momentous uptick in their skills, in their abilities, can sometimes fall out of being coachable. And too often I see roller derby athletes who have really great potential be accepted onto teams strictly because of their skill. And what happens is if we are, you know, recruiting roller derby athletes into our A-level teams that maybe have great skills but lack coachability, what ends up happening is you end up with a toxic environment. You end up with a lot of ego, you end up with a lot of individual skaters. And so whether you are a skater that's up and coming inside of roller derby right now, looking to get drafted onto a team, or whether you are a coach or trainer that is in charge of recruiting skaters for your team, it's really important that you consider coachability as a high level of importance inside of deciding to pull up a skater or not. Because I'll tell you what, I will take a coachable, slightly lower level skater any day over someone with big ego, but high skill level. So my question that I ask you is, are you coachable? You know, the great thing about coachability is that roller derby athletes have complete control over whether or not they're coachable. Coachability is all about your athlete mindset, okay? Athletes who remain positive, who are passionate, who are motivated, these are the athletes that are going to have a much easier time accepting feedback from coaches and engaging with their teammates, which means all around the entire experience becomes so much more fun when the process between coach and teammate or teammate to teammate is a positive and flexible experience. So what is coachability? Coachability refers to an athlete's attitude. 
A coachable athlete is one who's, you know, open and humbly listens to honest feedback and willingly applies the feedback to improve their athletic development. It's not someone who, when they receive feedback, they go, yeah, 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 but I'm just going to do it this way or receives feedback and automatically assumes that this is some sort of an insult. Right. So what does it actually mean to be coachable? Being coachable means you're open to being taught and trained in order to improve. You understand that you're not perfect. Right. There's always room to grow and you show appreciation to your coaches for them investing their time for giving you feedback by actively listening and learning from them. You know, especially as we are up and coming inside of roller derby and we get a little big for our britches, sometimes we think we know everything and we stop being coachable. We stop listening. You know, pro basketball player Michael Jordan once said, my best skill was that I was coachable. I was a sponge and I was aggressive to learn. So athletes who fail to be coachable often plateau at a certain point due to, you know, this negative approach to criticism or their unwillingness to listen and learn. So, you know, as you're looking at yourself as an athlete or coaches, as you're looking at your team, I want you to consider some of these traits. I'm going to list for you some traits of a coachable athlete. And these are things that you can practice and really make a habit for yourself. And then also coaches, these are things that you can reward, point out, reinforce within your teams. So number one is checking your ego at the door. If you want to be a coachable athlete, it's not about whether you're right. It's not about whether you're the best. It's about what is best for the team and are we working best together. An important piece of communication is, you know, if you're having a conversation with your coach about something that's going right or maybe something that's going wrong on the track, number two is look your coach in the eye when they're talking to you. Have respect, pay attention, which brings me to number three, which is be open-minded and humble when receiving feedback. Okay, you're getting this feedback because your coach or trainer wants you to be better not because they're trying to put you down, not because you're bad or wrong. This is about everyone learning and growing. And that brings me to number four, which is be willing to implement the feedback that your coach gives you. If your coach is saying, hey, you're not quite making it all the way to the line, instead of being like, no, I'm totally making it all the way to the line, consider paying attention in the jams coming up. Are you actually getting all the way to the line? watch some footage, intentionally focus on getting that foot all the way to the line, right? So take that feedback and implement it right away inside of your practice. I think for me personally, this was something that in the beginning when I played roller derby, I was a very ego-driven, very individual skater. And it wasn't until I went from bank track to flat track where I started playing for Angel City and literally my coach was like, you're not allowed to do anything but be in the wall until I tell you otherwise. And I said, okay, and I didn't talk back and I didn't ask questions and I humbled myself to the feedback I was receiving and I just did that. And it was what allowed me to learn how to become a better team player because I came in willing to be coachable. Okay, which brings me to the next point, which is actively seek feedback from coaches. Coaches want skaters that are hungry to learn. If you're unsure if you're doing something well, ask questions. If you wanna know if you can do something better, ask. 
You can ask your teammates, you can ask your coaches, especially if you are someone who is working on getting onto a team or from one team to another, knowing what your coaches are looking for from you is incredibly important. You know, I was just doing an, an interview for Crash Course and Transformation. We do a sort of pre-interview when we're interviewing potential clients. And I had a client who really wants to move up to the A-team and they have charter tryouts coming up. And I asked her specifically, I said, well, what is it that you need to do in order to get that roster spot? What do you need to be better at? What skills do you need? And she goes, you know, I actually have no idea. So imagine something as simple as that skater now going to her coaches and saying, hey, what can I get better at to get on the team? Number one, she's going to learn and be able to work on those things. But number two, her coaches are impressed that she is coming to them and asking, what do you want from me? I will do it. Okay. Now, the next piece here is be a source of positivity and encouragement for teammates. Part of coachability is being part of a team. It's not about how good are you as an individual skater. It's how good is the team together? How can you encourage your teammates? High-fiving them when they come off the track, telling them they did a great job, letting them know, hey, you know what? Don't worry about that jam. You're going to get the next one. You know, a coachable athlete is not just someone that receives feedback, but it's someone that's a positive part of the team. And then the last piece of, you know, being a coachable athlete is really demonstrating a commitment to the team and to the game. And again, this comes right back to number one, which is checking the ego at the door. Are you here to be the best individual skater or are you here to contribute to a team to help that team win games, to help each skater get developed into an amazing athlete. You know, and now I'm speaking to coaches. Coaches, it's very important that you value an athlete's character over their athletic ability, right? Athletic ability is great, but if you're bringing a bunch of assholes onto your team that are good skaters, you're going to have a very individual team. You're going to have drama. You're going to have bullshit. And so I encourage you that if you do have skaters coming in that maybe have a bit more of an ego, a bit more of, you know, that negative, not coachable style, that it's important that you have those conversations with them of, look, this is what we expect in terms of team culture. You know, I think watching, you know, new athletes coming in, watch how they play, watch how they interact with their teammates, with their coaches. This is a really valuable thing to take into account, not just how many points did they score, not just how lateral can they move a lot in the track, because those interactions, those off the track times, those are going to show you a lot about an athlete's character. And at the end of the day, a cohesive team is a team that's going to win games. So the biggest difference I would say between coachable and uncoachable athletes often comes down to an athlete's willingness to learn and improve. I mean, of course, the best way to improve is, you know, actively listening to constructive criticism from your coaches and applying that feedback in practice and competitions, right? So it's, it's really easy to spot an uncoachable athlete. They tend to pout, they eye roll, they complain when they disagree with direction or criticism from coaches. These character traits not only make these athletes hard to coach, but they also really hinder the athlete's ability to develop as a competitor. So that person may, you know, get as far as they have in terms of their roller derby abilities, but how much better can they really get when all they're doing is offering pushback? 
Now, on the other hand, you know, coachable athletes have a very different mindset. Coachable athletes are open-minded. They're willing to make changes that are going to improve their game. They understand that constructive criticism is meant to help them improve, not to be taken personally. Okay. Most importantly, they're motivated and they want to be pushed by their coach, right? These are the kind of athletes that are going to check their ego at the door. They're going to show their coaches respect. They're going to show their teammates respect. And even when they may disagree with the feedback, they're willing to take it and try it on. So just sort of your checklist here, coachable athletes, they understand criticism is not personal. They respond positively to criticism by listening and applying feedback and they apply what they've been taught to improve their game. Whereas an uncoachable athlete is gonna take criticism personally, become defensive when receiving feedback, and fail to apply what they've been taught or asked to do. So it's important that you really understand as an athlete, which of these athletes are you? Ask yourself right now, take a little inventory. When you go to practices, do you tend to listen and try to improve or do you get catty because you feel like everybody's after you? You know, as a coach, it's important to look at what kinds of athletes are you choosing for your team? Who are you rewarding with playing time? Are you rewarding an ego-driven skater that just happens to be really good? And then maybe benching someone who has the potential to be better and is coachable and a positive skater? Because I'll tell you in the long run, you're going to end up winning more games by allowing that coachable skater to develop their skills versus putting an asshole on the track who might score you points now, but when the going gets tough is going to break down the team culture of your team. So, you know, we are rolling into the final part of the 2023 season. And I just invite you to consider, you know, what kind of athlete do you want to be finishing out this season? And if it's maybe not the kind of athlete you really think that you should be, what kind of athlete do you want to roll into 2024 season as? You know, it, it can change at any time. I'm a really great example of that. I was an asshole on the track. I'll be the first one to say it. I was cocky. I was showboaty. I did everything I wanted to do. And it wasn't until I learned how to become a team player that I started being the kind of athlete that I wanted to be. And you can choose that at any time. You can choose it on your own. You can have conversations with your coaches and teammates. But it's something that I'm telling you, if you want your team to go far, you have to focus on team culture. You have to focus on coachability inside of yourself and inside of the athletes on your team. And, you know, this is one of the things that we focus on inside of Crash Course and Transformation is we really teach athletes how to be coachable. We teach you how to be coachable in your life. We teach you how to be coachable on the track. And we do that by coaching you. We teach you, you know, the the skills and habits of high performers that need to be put in place to check the ego at the door, to learn how to work hard so that you can really unleash that MVP that's inside of you. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. You know, we here at Crash Course and the Crusty Crash Podcast, we believe that life is a contact sport. She who touches the most lives wins. So if you got something out of this podcast, please post it on social media, tag me, share it with your teammates. This especially, I think, is a very important episode to be sharing with coaches, captains, teammates, so everyone can get on the same page about what kind of team culture is needed to not just win at roller derby, but also to have fun. So 
I'll see you later. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.